Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we as women would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Today on our program, we have Kathy Hausman. Kathy, tell me a little bit about yourself and your family, your background, your job, anything that you would like us to know. Okay. So uh, I grew up in the area, uh, so this is kind of my home. Uh, I went to a Christian college in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and uh, got married and started working for the college that I attended uh, in the admissions office for several years. And um, Tony and I... Uh, Raised our kids there. We had kids while we were there in South Dakota. Uh, lived there for about 20 years total, um, counting college. And then and what we, brought you back? We came back to Iowa. Uh, he got a different job here uh, in the area. And so my parents were here. At the time, his parents were here. They have since uh, retired to Georgia. But hmm. <laughs> now. Okay. But um, my parents were here. And so we decided to, in a sense, come back home. So uh-huh. um, we landed in Ames, and that was a good spot for us to be. And... Um, yeah, we had picked a couple different churches to check out and look at, and he had started working before the kids and I moved here. Oh. Uh, so he'd been out to Cornerstone once uh, or twice to visit, and then he'd gone to a couple other places. And so the first weekend we all moved and were together, we came out to Cornerstone. And um, as we were getting in the car and getting on the frontage road to kind of make our way out after service, uh, we were talking about, uh, well, we probably should go check out that other church like next week or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, Allie, our daughter, who was about six or so at the time, seven, pipes up from the back seat and she says, no, I like it here. And so we never went to oh, the other church. So that was your determinant. That was a determinant. We have been uh, at Cornerstone ever since oh, that wow. day. So when I met you, it was probably around that time. You had young children mm-hmm. and um, you worked part-time. Yes. So today we're going to talk about like the home work balance for women, which I think is a difficult thing to navigate. And so tell me about that. When you, when I met you, you had young children, but you worked part time. Correct. So tell me about that time and how you chose to do that. Um, well, I had worked for 12 years before I had children. Okay. So I had so been your children later late, in your marriage. Later in my marriage. Okay. Um, and so I had been at home or working a long time and, um, when I had Allie, I hadn't really thought about not working because mm-hmm. I just had been. Right. Um, but I had also changed uh, positions at my uh, employment at the time. I was working for the Christian college where I had attended school, and I was in one department. And during my pregnancy, I switched positions and went mm. into this other office area, other department. Um, and... It was probably a God thing because I don't know that I really would have gone home for a period of time if Mm -hmm. I had stayed in my old job Mm -hmm. because I was just more comfortable in it. I knew it better. Mm -hmm. Um, But switching jobs kind of forced my hand. And Mm -hmm. I remember feeling I wasn't a good employee. I wasn't a good mom. Mm -hmm. Just pretty much everywhere was bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I had had Allie. I'd take him to leave. I'd come back for about six weeks and I was done. And so I went home full time. 
Okay. And so that was really challenging because I had been working and you had felt productive right. and you had felt like you were making contributions to things. And now I was at home in the dead of winter uh-huh. with an infant. Right. It's hard. It's hard. And so I would make these lists to make me feel like I was getting, uh-huh. being more productive. Like laundry, I decided you couldn't leave laundry on your list because laundry seems... Was something you did every day? Yeah, mean? or you, you, it like it lasted. You couldn't never cross it off. Exactly. You know, because you... It, it you never got ends. done. Right, so I would have sort and wash and dry uh-huh. and fold so that I could feel like I was making progress. Right, yeah. <laughs> to get started. Um, so I did that for about... Uh, I was home, completely home full-time for probably uh, six... Oh, probably nine months. Um, and then a friend of mine who taught in a master's program uh, for Bethel Seminary in St. Paul uh, was starting a new program, and they needed someone to help with recruitment. Um, and so she offered me this job. She'd gotten a grant, and so she offered me a job to work for my home. Okay. And so yes. that was how I kind of started working part-time All uh, right. when the kids were little. Okay. And so it was something I did, you know, a few hours, maybe 10 or 15 a week. I was, like I said, home-based. Um, I just did it sporadically around uh-huh. my home schedule. Did that work well for you? It did for me. Like, I don't know that it would work for everybody, um, uh-huh. but it worked for me. It was easier. A lot of it was project-based, and a lot of it was things I organized, and a lot of it was email correspondences and replying to requests and things. Uh-huh. And so it wasn't really, like a lot of face-to-face yeah. communication that was required. And so, um, Did you yeah. feel like that made you a better mom? It did, because I felt like I needed, um, I felt like I had some extra capacity that I wasn't using at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, some people may have chosen to volunteer or some mm-hmm. people may have chosen other outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, gave you a little structure. It gave me a little structure and some of my giftedness, I think, allowed me to do it. Yeah. Because I was organized, it was administrative, I can do those things without um, causing me personally to have like extra stress. Uh-huh. It's a little more like natural to just kind of do those things. Right. So yeah, for me, it did help me uh-huh. have good things and balance and... Feel productive. Feel productive and just right. in a different way. And not that right. you're not productive with your kids, mm-hmm. but you don't see the fruits of the productivity... Right away. Right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. not immediate, mm-hmm. where this other piece has had some immediacy for me, which was important for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So then a few years ago, you went through a difficult time um, when both you and your husband had to trust God because you were both out of jobs. You right. both weren't working. Right. So that was not a really uncertain time, and I remember it being a real struggle. Tell me about that. That was a real struggle. Um So the position I had at that time was in ministry. Um, It was part-time, and there was some just restructuring that went on within the ministry. Uh, And so my part-time position was just eliminated. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Um, mm -hmm. You know, so nothing you can control, nothing you could have done differently. Um, It was just the ministry needed to shift and adapt, and there's only so many resources Mm -hmm. in that area. So, you know, it was kind of hurtful and felt crushing, you know. Of course. at the time, I mean, and there's a lot worse things that could happen to you, but at the time it did feel hard. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, um, my husband was having some things at his work, and he and his uh, supervisors decided some of the th- 
conflicts and personality resolutions and things, uh, they couldn't resolve them. They had been trying to resolve some issues, um, but they felt like they kind of got to an impasse, and it seemed, he felt like at the best point was to cut the ties there too. Uh So yeah, it was like November of 2012, and neither one of us um, had a job. Right, Uh (laughs) right. So we were going into the holidays, we Uh were going into all of those things, um, with a lot of unknowns yeah. and a lot of not sure what God was doing with us, what were we supposed to do. Um, it was really hard for my husband just um, yeah, to know. And again, it wasn't like he did bad things. It just wasn't the right fit. Yeah. But to just walk through all of that was a challenge. Um, uh-huh. And so, yeah, it really was a test of faith and it was a test of what should we do and where should we go and we looked at leaving Ames and I mean we pursued all sorts of job leads that we could Uh um you know mostly for him although I was still probably looking at some options too depending where we were looking and what we were going to do and um how long did that last it lasted um not November I think he had a position by March, so about five mm-hmm. months, four or five months. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a long time, though. It seemed kind of like years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At times. And how about you? What did you, you finally ended up with a full-time job? I did. I did a transition job. Um at one of our elementary schools in town, mm-hmm. uh, in the districts, and um, as a temporary transition for us. Um, but I knew um, because of... We were stayed in Ames, which we were thrilled about, um, and he took a position he really loves and enjoys and mm-hmm. finds great fulfillment in, um, but financially, I knew I needed to be able to work a mm-hmm. little more than I had been. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I took a full-time position uh, in 2014. Okay. And so I've been working full-time again for about the last two and a half years. Yeah, tell me about that. Where are you working now? Uh, I work at Iowa State University. I work for the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences. Uh, I'm back in kind of what was my initial uh, first career. Uh, I do recruitment Mm -hmm. for the college and work with incoming high school students who are coming into Iowa State uh, who desire to have majors within that college. Okay. So how does full-time now, you're a a 40-hour-a-week employee or more probably. Yeah. How does that work with your family? Your kids are a little older. My kids are older. So Allie is now 16. I can drive. That's a huge bonus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eli is almost 13. Um, So, yeah, it's worked pretty well. I was a little nervous going back, like, what would it look like? How would it work? How would they adjust? Mm -hmm. Um, How would they keep all the pieces together? Um, God was really good to us in giving us um, a, a college student who Mm. could help us after school. Yeah. And she was one of 13 children. (laughs) Wow. So she knew what it was like to Uh be around people and kids and have, um, she was like number 10, I -hmm. think, in the the progression. So she knew what it was like to have younger kids. Um, And that really was a blessing as far as having someone who was consistently with us and willing to be adaptable Mm -hmm. and... Uh, the kids really liked her, and you could so, fully trust her. And I could fully trust her, That's and huge. Um, yeah, she was a super, you know, blessing, and really became kind of like part of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, she was great, probably key. Yes, to making things work. To making things work, and you have to you have to know what your limitations are. I think, and you have to know that you need probably are going to need help, right? 
might be family, it might be like we had a college student, it uh-huh. might be using, you know, maybe after school kids club or something mm-hmm. right. um, to, to help you with those things. But um, yeah, just knowing that you're going to need some extra right. assistance in there. So is it difficult to be both a mom? Because as a woman, you often, that's where your heart is. You're focused on that and an employer. Do you find that a difficult tension or have you kind of worked that out? And it has your helper, you know, your college gal. Yeah. She helped with that. Yeah, she's helped with that a lot. Uh, sometimes it's a tension um, or, you know, uh, there are some things that I just have decided I have to release. So... Um, An example. Like... Uh, my kids don't get a lot of home-baked cookies. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, you but know... But sometimes those things make us feel really guilty. They do. They make you feel guilty, right? So I yeah. pack often a lot of packaged cookies in their lunches for uh-huh. dessert. Yeah. Uh, because over the weekend, there's just some other things that need to be tended to. Right. Like house stuff uh-huh. or um, this past weekend, my son's a swimmer. And so I was at a swim week with him. And so, you know, it's much more valuable to him that I was present at the swim meet. Than baking cookies. Than being home baking cookies. Yeah. He would have liked if I had been home baking yeah. cookies. But he really likes that I'm there with him at his activities. So You do have to make a priority list. Yeah. And some of the things decide. that you thought were really important have to become less important. Right. Because they really don't matter that much in the whole scheme of things. Right, in the whole scheme of things. And, you know, uh, my house is never clean all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Um, I clean what I call in like 15, 20 minute rolls, mm-hmm. you know, so what can you get done in 15 minutes, you know, so right. I can clean a bathroom in 15 minutes probably, uh, but it doesn't mean that all my bathrooms are clean right? or, you know, or I can uh, get my kitchen counters and kitchen pretty tidy uh-huh. in 15 or 20 minutes, right. but it doesn't mean that everything's dusted in the living uh-huh. room either. Yeah. So there's a lot, so I've learned that you have to kind of have some ebb and flow and a little give and take in that and, um, Tidy is okay, (laughs) and it doesn't have to be spotless, Mm -hmm. you know, or So you kind of had to lower your expectations almost. On some things. On some things. Yeah. And you have to decide what's the most important. Yeah, what's the most important. And for me, the relational aspect of my family Uh wins over the cleanliness, maybe. And not that we're not clean, but the super clean. There will be a season where you have more time to clean. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm in it. Okay. But I don't usually clean during that time. So, yeah. It's not really so, so what's important. your favorite thing to do? Let's say, um, you know, you were to answer a question. So, what's your favorite thing to do with your kids as a mom? Um, I think when they were littler, it was fun to, like, um, you know, go to the park or um, we would have great, like, Allie always loved books. So, like, uh-huh. for her, like, a really fun thing was to go to the bookstore and just uh-huh. sit on the floor and pull out books and read books or look at books or the library. She loved to go to the library and stuff. Uh-huh. So that would be a fun outing just to go. It didn't cost you anything. It right. didn't. Right. Um, it was just a fun. So can you still do some of that kind of thing, even when you work full time? Um, yeah, it's different. I mean, it looks yeah. different, and, you know, she's not as – she's uh, – not as excited about me following her around Barnes and Noble, you <laughs> right. know, now to look at books with her. But, um, right. but yeah, we can still go do some of those things. Uh-huh. You know, Eli's still very active. And so he, he loves it when I go outside and we'll play catch with him, even though I throw like a girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and uh-huh. I'm not very good. Or I don't, it takes a lot for me to get, you know, a really good pass to him or something uh-huh. if we're playing catch. Um, but, 
yeah, he just likes to be engaging with you and uh-huh. playing a game. Or he's really into card tricks right now. Yeah. And developing those. And so to not... So to stop and really engage for the 30 seconds or whatever yeah. it takes yeah. for him to show me this trick. Uh-huh. As opposed to be trying to wash a pan uh-huh. or do something else. You just have um, to make a choice. You have to make a choice. Yeah. yeah I mean, your so pans- you can still delight in your kids. Yeah. And they're just, and they're different now. And yeah. it's, it's more, and for me, for some ways, it's more fun to delight in them now yeah. than it was even when they were littler and I was home with them more. Yeah. Um, and you're not disciplining them all the time. And I'm not disciplining yeah. them all the time. And, uh-huh. um, yeah, it's just, they're becoming their own selves. Uh-huh. And so and I find fun. this, find, I find this stage and age uh-huh. why some people I know are dread it. Uh-huh. I've found it really fun. Yeah. And fun to see, know what they're thinking and what they like find funny and. Um, oh, that's encouraging. I actually yeah. really loved the teenager stage, and everybody told me to be scared of it, but I found it to be such a freeing time where I could actually almost be a friend to my child. Not a friend, but I could talk to them like a friend. Yeah. And not have to be their disciplinarian all the time. Yeah. So that was that was freeing to me. Yeah, and just enjoy who yeah. they are, who they're becoming. I who guess who they're becoming. Yeah. So about, uh, what's your favorite thing about being a professional woman? Uh, I would say it's, um, it's this desire within me to always be part of something bigger than myself. Not that when you're at home, you're not doing something to be bigger than yourself Mm -hmm. because your investment in your family is big. Um, and and, important and important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but to be part of like an organization where I feel like we're doing something mm-hmm. that's helping others, uh, especially because I work in, have always tended to work in education. Mm-hmm. So the idea of when you meet somebody and you think, oh, they will be so great to have on campus or, oh, they would be so great to, you know, get together with this faculty person mm-hmm. and be challenged in a classroom or... Um, you know, they're just an all around great person that, you know, and so to, to kind of be part of some of that and and being part Mm -hmm. of a team and, um, yeah, being part of, um, helping people maybe see that they could do something that no one's really encouraged them before that they could. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's fun for me. Um, when I worked in ministry and stuff, it was being part of that sense of, you know, helping people kind of help connect the dots about mm-hmm. kind of who God is and what he's doing in their life. And um, not that we don't get to do that now as a professional, uh-huh. um, it's, it's, but it's maybe just not as much of my conversations right. as... Yeah, as it what can't it, be as evident. Probably. As evident, yeah. right. Or it's not as the first thing maybe that comes right, up right. in a conversation. But, yeah. um, but still enjoying, um, yeah, just affirming things that I believe like, oh, that's God's wired you with this special yeah. gift. Let's use it, whether yeah. I can say it that way or not. Uh-huh. So I like, kind I of like develop people. Yeah. Developing people. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So I was a stay-at-home mom for over 20 years. Yeah. And um, little bits and pieces. I worked part-time, but then uh, went back to work about five years ago. And um, even then, as I had two kids out of the house, I still had some guilt. Um, so why do we, why do we, especially women in the church, why do we have that guilt? guilt um about working outside the home why do we have that that's a good question that was a hard question yeah (laughs) um i've thought about it some and i think i think we have it 
because I think in some ways we feel like there's only like a one right, one right way okay. to do something. Uh-huh. Or so if we're really going to be a Christian mom or if we're really going to do a whatever, then this is the way we got to do it. Hmm. Um, think we compare? I think we compare. Um, I think we think that, oh, if I brought the store-bought cupcakes to the class party mm-hmm. from Hy-Vee and, you know, so-and-so's mom brought homemade ones with fancy, you know, sprinkle, you know, mm-hmm. then somehow that was a better treat or mm. that was a better yeah. thing. Yeah. And so I've, you know, I feel guilty because I couldn't do that. Uh, I probably couldn't have done that even if I was at home all the time because right. I wouldn't, that wouldn't have been my skill set. Um, I would probably still bought store-bought cookies. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, but yeah, I think we compare. I think we don't. I think we think people are judging us. Yeah, I think judging. And I think we don't. Um, I really love Ephesians 2.10. Uh-huh. For you are Christ's workmanship. Um, for you are God's workmanship, uh-huh. created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for you to do. And so I really love that because I think there's stuff he wants me to do that he doesn't want you to do. Right. And there's stuff you need to be doing for the kingdom that I not supposed to do. Uh-huh. And it goes back to that idea that we're part of the body from, yeah. from, um, yeah. Romans, Romans 12, 12. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've always loved that passage as well, because it's like, oh yeah, we're all working together to be this complete body. Right. And so that means some of us will be out in the workforce, uh-huh. uh, away from our homes, part-times, full-times, whatever that might look like. Some of us are going to be at home full-time, for 20 years, and then uh-huh. maybe rejoin, or yeah. may never go back to work full-time, or never work. Um, but all our pieces need are important for the whole body to work. Right. And so sometimes I think we either overvalue or undervalue the piece we bring. Hmm. Um, and so some of it's learning to how to be content where you are at the time and the season you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, sometimes, like, if we think about our physical body, sometimes pieces or parts don't get to be used as much until they get more developed, Mm -hmm. like a muscle or Mm -hmm. a thing. And it's not until we get older or more mature that that body part really functions at its its optimum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And so sometimes I think that's how we need to think of ourselves in that role, is that, okay, I might be home with my kids right now, Uh and I might have some capacity to do more. Uh Uh-huh. But it may not be my season yet. Yeah. I may not have. I may not be at the the spot where. Yeah. That's what the body needs from me. Yeah. Those and, are wise, wise words because I think we want to do what we think other people want us to do. Right. When I think what we really need to do is get on our knees and say, God, what do you have right in front of me right now? Right now. And yeah. help me to be content with that. Yeah. And to, I have a friend who always says, "This is a season of this season yeah. of life." She mm-hmm. would describe it like that. Well, in this season of life, where mm-hmm. you're in kind of this season of life. And sometimes the seasons seem long well, and tedious, right? <laughs> but they are only a season, right? And and stuff's always changing. And you don't and have to do everything all in one season, right? You right. can spread it out. You can spread it out. Yes. And if you're not doing it this season, it doesn't mean that in a couple seasons you can't be doing something different, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the the opportunities or the doors won't open for you, right? Um, so that kind of leads me into my next question. So let's say I'm a woman who's contemplating. My kids have gotten older and I feel capable of working in the, um, out in the workforce. Um, so what are the things I should contemplate? What are the things I should consider first? I think you really need to consider like the rhythm of your house, okay. I'd call it. So what is, what's that going to look like and how might or might not that change? Okay. Um, 
and as best you can try to anticipate what that might mean. Uh-huh. Um, you know, um, maybe it means that all of a sudden you're doing laundry every day uh-huh. because you need, uh, my sister-in-law was a school teacher, pretty much worked all her adult life. Uh-huh. Uh, and I can remember going to visit them when their kids were younger, elementary, middle school, that age. And pretty much she was doing laundry every day. That's, oh, they were in she, sports and, yep. and that's just how she managed mm-hmm. it and maintained it was mm-hmm. if she could throw in a load pretty much when she got home from work, mm-hmm. it would be done. And that worked for her. Mm-hmm. Um, that to me seems like, again, it's never done. It's like mm-hmm. an overwhelming thing. Right. I tend to kind of, uh, put my laundry on a couple days back to back or just kind of po- try to power through over uh-huh. the weekend or right. something. And so for some other people, that seems daunting. Yeah. Because it's All like five or six loads I got to do on the Saturday. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so thinking about, I think, the rhythm of how you operate and how your household might operate and how uh-huh. that might, how going back to work might change a little bit. Right. Would be something to consider. That's good. Um, I think thinking about the employer themselves, um, how flexible of a position are you yeah, going into? that's important. You know, are you in... That's uh, very important. I was thinking about the short stint I did with the school district. Um, there's not a lot of flexibility in a school day, uh-huh. like a school district right. position, because school starts at a certain time, school ends at a certain time, and they really need you to be in your spot, because if you're not... It's not like you can come back at four o'clock and do your work. Exactly. Because I used to, like one of my responsibilities was working with kids on reading uh-huh. uh, proficiency yeah. stuff. You have to do it when they're there. So you have to do it when they're there. And I had my group at like two o'clock every day. So if uh-huh. I wasn't there to do my group at two o'clock every day, they had to find someone. Right. It's not like I could come back later and right. do my work. Or But yet a school system also allows you to have the same um, time schedule right. as your children. Exactly. So, so there are advantages and disadvantages. Right. Yeah, these are all things you have to kind of make a pro and con list. Right. And so yeah, the, the other advantage is you're on the same schedule as your kids. You yeah. go when they go, you yeah. end when they end. It's yeah. you know, there's that piece is great. So how about marriage? Like what do you have to consider? I think you have to consider um, how are you and your husband um, making decisions about it? Uh-huh. Um, you might feel <laughs> that you need to work full time, uh-huh. but maybe you really only need to work find a part time job. Huh. You know, like you might feel, or but maybe your husband can help as you talk through with your husband about your household and what your family needs and what you know uh-huh. decisions and how you want to budget. Maybe your husband would come back to you and say, "Oh no, you can really if." Yeah. Maybe just a part-time job is all you need. My husband prefers me to work part-time if I'm going to work because he feels like I can be more helpful to him. Yes. If mm-hmm. I work part-time because right. then I can kind of take up the slack of cleaning or meal fixing or the things that need to be done at the home and he doesn't have to do those. Right. So he can be fully engaged at his own job. Yes. And so I think, yeah, depending on yeah what your husband's responsibilities are and what kind of job he has, that's something to really consider. Right. And think about, um, you know, for me... Tony's got a real kind of flexible job too, as far as time coming and going and starting and stopping. And so, uh, we are, we're, we've been able to really work in kind of concert with uh-huh. our That's schedules really helpful, and yeah. our rhythm and helping right. each other mm-hmm. manage the pieces that have to get covered as far as getting kids to practices and mm-hmm. not, right. and picking up people and, um, doing those yeah. kind of things, which is important mm-hmm. to note too. Oh yeah. And how that works together. Yeah. And I think just so that you two can still maintain time together. Like right. A help that you're working isn't 
like at odds with each other so that you would never see each other. Right, and I think if you see that happening, like if you see that your husband and you are never connecting or you see that your children are acting withdrawn, then maybe that's a time to kind of evaluate, like, oh, how is this affecting my family? We maybe need to revisit my decision. Yes. So I think you have to keep a watch on the temperature and kind of the cadence of how your family's reacting and responding to this whole change. For sure, because it may seem like, oh, yeah, it won't be a big deal. Yeah. And Right. And there is an initial kind of ramp up to right. the changes and um and initially it will be a, an adjustment it but will if, be if it doesn't ever normalize right. i think then you need to revisit your decision for sure and yeah. you may find that yeah you don't want to work that much or uh-huh. you don't desire to now there again might be a season where you don't have much choice yeah right but again um then work towards this thing to say you know what i'd Ideally, it would be best if I could be part-time. Yeah. And so let's, how do we work towards that as right. a goal? Right, that's a good and, point, yes. Um, yeah. Again, yeah. that's a, you and your husband talking that mm-hmm. through together to really look at mm-hmm. finances and right. other things you could be doing to, right. yeah. to get to that part right. so that you can have a happy home. I mean, eventually you went, you always went home to be a sanctuary. So if you don't, right, right. if you come home and home seems just as stressful Chaos. or more stressful or chaotic then your working may not be really that beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, those are good words, and you seem to do it so well, Kathy. You seem to make it look very easy. So um, how would you like to pray for those women who aren't having an easy time with this decision? Like, should I be working? Should I be staying at home? Should I be working part-time, full-time? Just during a spot of, like, uh, I don't know how to make this decision. Do you want to pray for them? Sure. Okay. God, we thank you that you are a God who um, is in control, uh, that you are a God who knows every hair on our head, um, and you've created us to be these wonderfully and complex uh, women. Uh, Lord, I pray especially today for women who are trying to navigate um, working and staying at home and how to manage um, and be good stewards of their families and their finances, um, the resources they have. Um, and being obedient to you in the call you've placed on their lives. And so, Lord, just really give um, women wisdom uh, to know what you might want them to do now uh, and in this season. And I know there are lots of times where I felt kind of discontented about where I was, um, but, Lord, fill them with um, contentment and confidence that, you have them in exactly the right spot they need to be in at this time in their life. And if it's not, for some reason, um, that you will provide the way, that you'll give them um, a new option, you'll provide them a new choice, uh, you will um, yeah, put someone in their life who can show them uh, a new possibility that they may not have even thought of as an option or an answer to the prayer that they might be struggling with or uh, laying before you as far as if they should work or not work or go full-time or part-time or whatever that might be. Um, and so, yeah, Lord, just um, help us know that you've um, you've got good things for us to do. Uh, you desire us to be part of your good work. And uh, help us just to be wise in knowing when to say yes uh, and when to say no. Um, and, yeah, help us to just uh, walk obediently and keep our eyes focused on you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, God says in his word, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. And so I think if we keep our eyes on 
God and, and keep asking, what would you have me do, God? What would you have me do? Is this right right now? I think he will give us insight into all the other things. Right. So that should be our focus. So thanks for, for teaching us those things and giving us um, the way that you do things. It's going to help a lot of women out there. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better, so let's walk again sometime, shall we?